Welcome to In the Rising Podcast. My name is Bettina Brown and I am your host of this show. This is the platform that I've chosen to talk to you about living a life without guilt and regret so that you can live your true life free, independent, and basically what you were placed here on earth to live in the first place. So if this is something that is of interest to you, go ahead and hit the subscribe button And I have many episodes now. This is month seven going into podcasting of weekly episodes on Tuesdays. So today I'm talking about being strong in your storms of life. Being cautious, um, but not necessarily being fearful. And why I thought about this today is because at the time of this show, a lot of us are going through a lot of storms. And some of them are financial Some of us have lost jobs, gained jobs just to lose jobs again. Families are stressed out. People are stressed out. There's a lot going on. And even without external sources, we can have a lot going on within ourselves, within our mind. And I wanted to talk about that today and what we can do about it, and how does that really relate to caring for yourself and loving yourself regardless of your storm that you're in. So as I said earlier, being strong in your storm is basically being cautious but not being fearful. And being cautious kind of puts out the idea that there's still some mental effort in being aware of your situation aware of your actions and being aware of your emotions throughout it. Where being fearful, what also just comes to mind is that you're having an emotion, but you're not able to do anything else. Like you're not able to think. You're not able to act. And I thought about how many researchers have often stated that it's okay to feel emotions, but not to be basically overwhelmed by them or just to be one emotion. Like, you know, there are a lot of us, some of us carry more of our emotions on our sleeve, but those can actually halt our life. We have to be able to feel what we're feeling and still kind of push past it to do something, either because of that feeling or in spite of that feeling. So in order to look at our situation, internal or external, this can be figuring out whether or not to go to school, figuring out whether or not to put your child in school or homeschool or to pay off this credit card first or pay off this one or what's my financial plan, what's my retirement plan or on the outside sources, you know, well, should I pick this job or should I pick that one? Should I go ahead and move to another place? Am I, am I healthy enough to be in a certain place? So when we're looking at that with true clarity, then we're better able to make decisions. And those decisions are to basically keep us strong, confident, and self-directed. Now, when you think about strong, I thought about all these Instagram and, and Pinterest, because I'm a Pinterester, of all the quotes that we would see. For example, you have to be your strongest when you are at your weakest, which makes sense, but it's really hard to be strong when you have nothing left, right? You're you're feeling weak, but you still have to be strong. But what does that mean? 
what does that what does that really mean when you're reading that? You know, it's it's that you're feeling you're feeling defeated, but you have to still act as though you're not. Or this other quote, you don't know how strong you are until strong is the only option you have. Again, what is what does that really mean? Do you really only ever have the option to be strong? I think there are many examples, unfortunately, that some of us don't necessarily follow that. We choose the option to be weak. And then there can also be the people that argue, well, it may not be an option to be strong or to be weak. And I will leave that up for scientists, but I will say this, and I will also leave that up to each of, a, each of us. You know, we all know whether we have given ourselves an excuse or a reason. And that's been kind of the, the predominant thing, I guess, in the last two weeks. I heard this saying, and I really have placed it to many aspects of my life. You know, do I not want to go out and water my backyard because um, I'm tired? Is that really a reason or is that an excuse? Well, I don't feel like going to work out tomorrow morning. Is that a reason because <laughs> I'm tired or is it an excuse? Or I have certain you know, projects that I'm doing like this one. I have other projects going on. And am I, am I able to remain engaged in the appropriate manner for all of those things? You know, if I, if I, I decided I actually had to take away one of my, my weekly meetings um, for my Bible group. And I thought, is that, am I saying all these other tasks are a reason for me to just, because I'm worn out on Monday nights, because I have a lot still going on the rest of the week, or is that an excuse? Am I going to be excusing myself? And I've, you know, in that case, I found both as a reason, because <laughs> I'm exhausted. And the excuse is, you know, I have a lot that I'm also trying to focus on. And right now, that is going to have to be what gives because I'm placing that kind of energy into another another project, which for my case is still, you know, spirit-related. So I felt comfortable with that, but we have to make those sort of decisions. You know, these other quotes, be strong, stay strong, 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 as though not being strong is something to be ashamed of. And with every storm of life, there is always two options. Yes and no, as far as I'm concerned. Yes and no. Yes, I'm going to go ahead in spite of how I feel and even because of how I feel. And no, I'm just going to give up. So I feel that when we really love what we are here for, when we believe in what we stand for, we don't really have two choices. We have one choice, and that is yes. Yes, I'm going to get up. That might be all that, that the yes will be for. Maybe we don't get dressed that day. Maybe we don't go to work that day. Maybe whatever. But we get up out of bed. The next day, we may get up and get dressed. That's our yes. Until finally we get up and do what we're supposed to do because we have honor and dignity in what we're doing. That Our being strong is doing what we're said we would do. And, you know, at the end of the day, what I like about being strong is that it relates to self-love in this. Self-love and self-care has a lot of, you know, 
when I think about it, I also think about taking a time out, drinking a nice cup of tea, reading my journal, writing my journal, listening to some good music, not cleaning the house, not doing laundry. But you know what? Self-love is actually a very strong action. It is not easy to care about yourself enough to have an opinion that someone else may not like, to care enough about yourself to put yourself in a position where you can even learn more, eating right, consuming things that help you grow as a person. And that can even be letting ideas soak in, ideas and beliefs that are not your own soak in so you can simmer on them and discern them. Because, you know, believe it or not, this is what I think, but our beliefs are not just made up with what we believe. You cannot have a belief or belief system without having something that you don't believe in. But if you don't know what you don't believe in, well, then you only have some strong beliefs. And that can be uh, regarding your role as a, as a person. My role as a woman, for example. My role as a mother. My role as a, as a person in this society. My role as a member in this neighborhood. How much of that HOA am I really <laughs> invested in or care about? You know, my beliefs on that come from both. And that is being strong. The other thing I felt that helps us get through our storms is being confident. And we gain confidence through experiences. And you know, there is some research out there that says that certain people are born with a need to feel a lot of external validation. And they believe that some of us are born with like, like they don't need the external validation. The fact that they exist is all the validation they needed. Where some of us in the middle have to learn that throughout of our throughout our lives, and that may be a research question. But either way, we do know when someone has confidence, and when someone just has arrogance, there is a distinctive difference. But having confidence in yourself, having confidence in your strength is also an act of self-love. And having the confidence to prepare for your journey, and your journey can be many different things. It can be an intellectual journey. You know, are you going to go to college? Are you going to go get a master's degree or PhD? Are you going to enlist in the military service and then go to college through that pathway? Are you going to leave college aside and just be energetic about finding your way, starting your own business? We don't know. You know, you have to prepare for that journey. And that first step is always self-confidence to know that, yes, you can make that journey. Another way to have confidence for the storms you're going to have in the future is to look at the storms you've been through in the past. Look at what you've already achieved. List 10, 20, 50 things that you have already done. Because we tend to look at I know I'm not the only one with this. We tend to look at what we haven't done because that may still be a goal or we fell short, but we don't tend to really stop and look and see what we've already accomplished because then that's where your confidence comes. Thinking about your strengths. You know, are you a great conversationalist? Are you an artist? 
Are you someone who's just naturally a peacemaker? Are you a great communicator? Are you a great gardener? Or are you just a person that brings kind of calm to every situation? That's something. And what about what's important to you and what you want to let go? You know, it's easier to have confidence in the things that you feel very strong about and kind of shaky about things you want to let go. So if there's a goal that you no longer are interested in, let it go. Because it was your goal 10 years ago doesn't mean it needs to be your goal now. My main goal was to get a PhD because I wanted to be Dr. Patina so bad. And now on the other side of 40, it's just really not my goal. It's not my goal anymore. You know, I, I, I know what I know. I don't know what I don't know. And I don't. I don't want to do five or six more years of didactic education. But I've let that go. I haven't let it all the way go. Like it's still within sight. I still have a string attached to it, but I've let it go. So I don't have to feel less than confident because I don't have that DR in front of my name. The other thing is committing to your success. You know, when you have confidence you know that you are going to at some point in time have success. And that success is going to be in this storm, intrinsic within you and extrinsic without you, you know, outside of you. So if you know in one way or another it's going to be successful, but you're sure you're not quite sure what that success will look like, it could be a little less than what you imagined or it can be more than what you imagined. But success is coming. So, so far we talked about being strong and being confident. And the last one I want to talk about is being self-directed. Basically being in a place where you are free to choose what supports you to live the life you want to live. You know, independent, free, without guilt, without regret. Focusing on the bigger picture helps do that. You know, staying self-directed as in keeping that self-look with where am I supposed to go? Not all the things that shine and glitter and make attention and look, look, I, I you know, and not being, I always think of that show and I don't know what, what, what show it is anymore where there's a cartoon dog and he's always having a conversation and he sees a squirrel and then he's focused on that and he sees a lot of squirrels, but he doesn't Maybe he does. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen the show. But he, he kind of lingers back and forth. What about if we leave the squirrels to do their squirrel duty and we stay directed and we are our own compass? We are our own true north. And we have to also focus on what we're feeling and acknowledging that part of us. You know, I may not like the fear I'm feeling, but I have to acknowledge it. Not run from it, but yeah, I am scared to put a podcast out for seven months? What if no one ever listens to it? What if many people listen to it? You know, there's always this fear, but do it anyway. And realize what goals and pursuits that you have and and basically looking at your own life book. I've talked about this in podcasts back where, you know, there's a wheel of life, relationships, career, financial situation, your spiritual life, 
Where are you on that? Are you directing yourself or are you being directed by popular influence? There's a movement this way, I'm going to swing to the left. There's a movement this way, I'm going to swing forward. There's a movement this way, I'm going to swing up. But where, where are your stance? You know, where are you standing with that? What's your own true following? In all of these directions. And no one can direct you there but yourself. I think the way I'd like to end this podcast today is that no matter what's going on, whether it's a relationship issue, a money issue, family issues, health issues, no matter what is going on, I think one of our best quotes can be this. I can and I will be strong, confident, and self-directed today, tomorrow, and every day afterwards. So that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. And I appreciate your time today. All of our time is precious and valuable. Thank you again for your time. And if you would leave a review, it would be awesome. You don't have to leave words. You can just leave little star marks. I appreciate it. But anyway, I will see you guys next Tuesday. And until then, let's keep building one another up.